This is my favorite. Hey, what's up with this guy? Are we getting him back in? Brian Stevens? Yes, we, yeah. are, we? we are. We are. We are. We are. I can call Brian Stevens so we <laughs> no. can get a little I bought her car so she didn't want to. Let's make that happen. No, that's not true. Dude. She, she, I let her use my car and then some things happened. She had a friend of hers die and then she went kind of weird. We got to get him. <laughs> I had to go back Let's and get, get my get car. Let's get him on. Hmm. That's all. And you know what? I might. Next week we have nine o'clock open. i myself just because I don't want to affect your audio. You know what? And see. I'm calling Brian right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to get him on. And then we're going to find out what time he's coming on. It next might have week, been right? spades. Yep. 9 a.m. We were playing a lot of spades at that time. I don't remember a card game named Queens. If we could, that, do, if we could do 9 a.m., have him have be like. Schumann's he can remember little 10, details like that that I don't. And the odds of me being stoned was really high. So. But I do remember going to the bar. That's not true. And I can't remember. <laughs> I know that he was on shrooms. Oh, oh. I... <laughs> oh. oh Brian Stevens. Oh, oh. Put the bottom of it against the top of that. There you go. Well, if it's on speaker. Is it on speaker? Put the bottom of your phone, the, bit of it, the edge. There you go. Please leave your message for four one five three six eight eight three five two. No, I bought her car so she'd leave my alone. <laughs> no, that's not true. She, she, I let her use my car, and then some things happened. She had a friend of hers die, and then she went kind of weird, and I had to go back and get my car. Hmm. That's all. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. All right. Go. Ready? Yeah, we ready? Yep. You ready? Happy New Year. We made it 2022. Back at it with the Hard Luck Podcast. Yo, this is Wes with the Hard Luck Show. Come check us out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, bitch. Bitch. Your brother face with hard luck. Face to face. Face with hard luck. Card shots, deep smurdy wins with hard luck. Pips and card shots, deep smurdy wins with hard luck. Your brother, face with hard luck. Face, 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 face with hard luck. Card shots, deep smurdy wins with hard luck. Pips and card shots, deep smurdy wins with hard luck. Good morning. Buenos dias from the Hard Luck Show. This is your host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, certified. West Side. Sitting across from me, my host is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, also known as the sadistic one. Your hero, Sean Lewis, certified audio professional, uh, engineer yeah. for the hard luck. Happened to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't believe it myself. And I can't believe it either. Suddenly, suddenly I'm on top of the world. It's 
should have been somebody else. Amen. Extraordinary things now. Believe it or not, walking on air. We got Extraordinary showrunner right here. Like a bird on a wing. Mr. Brian. Who could it be? What is up, fellas? I want more. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Once again. One of the best. Best things Jay-Z ever did, man. One of my favorite songs ever. Let's go to strip club. Let's Allow to me to reintroduce myself. My, my name, name is Ho. Ho. H to the O. Yeah. Come on. Snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. Fresh out the frying pan. On visuals. Our man Ali. Here he comes. Ali. Yo, what's up? <laughs> yeah, it's Ollie on the visuals. You already know. Yeah. You know what time it is? Uh, Ollie, nice. come on over here and have a strawberry wafer. <laughs> get on over here, son. Get over here and grab strawberry a wafer. Strawberry. No, the one in my pocket. Come here and get a strawberry wafer Don't out of on Grandpa Daddy's Luck's life. pocket. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Mm. Mm. That's All not right. true. Now. Oh. Brian said, uh, I'm driving. I'll call you soon. Oh, okay. That's not true. I can't wait to get that guy back on here, man. Oh, he's coming on. What do we got? Whoa. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, I know up, you'd guy? be more What's excited. Going What's going on this morning? Good morning. Oh, oh. Wait, good morning. But I know that Sean would be more excited about this show had his Niners oh, yeah. done the deed last week. Uh, hey, man. This is going to be. <laughs> listen, guys. <laughs> you. Uh, Wait a minute, Brian Hold up, Brian Steve. Oh, oh, Stop oh, the press. Hold the bottom oh, of the phone. Oh, maybe. Sean, say by the bell. Brian! What's up, brother? Where are you? <laughs> the bottom of the phone. Yeah. Dude, right I just got a new phone, so I didn't have your number locked in yet, so I didn't know it was. Yeah, I'm fucking texting you and calling you. are like, who is this, man? How, how's that supposed to make me feel, new motherfucker? New phone, who this? You come into L.A., I'm trying to carry your ass, and all of a sudden, you don't know me. <laughs> you now, fool. Yeah, Brian, what's up, man? You, what are you doing? And how are your, how's your foot? How's my foot? How's the foot? And how are you feeling? I'm all right. I'm just fucking, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing, trying to survive. What are you doing? Where is he at? Where you know, I like? got Schumacher and Sean Schwartz. We're all here. Hey, what, what are you actually doing, though, Brian? Chuma what? Who? <laughs> Oh, it's like that, huh? Oh, he got jokes. Oh, hey, I just saw your car get towed by. Uh, hey, it's nice. It's nice to hear from you guys. How you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> Brian Stevens. Where are you? Bam. At? Where Thank are you? you? <laughs> Where are you? Where yeah. I'm in Utah, man. You know, I'm in the fucking land of LDS. <laughs> oh, so are you joining the Mormon Church? Is that true? No, absolutely not. <laughs> are you not trying to get like three wives? No, I, I'm cool with one. I'm cool with just one, dude. I'm not even sure I can handle one. All right. Mm. And uh, do you still have your car? Did you get a new car? No, I still got the same one, the blue one. Uh-huh. And is your pro, is your probation officer cool with you still? Dude, I'm on parole, fool, yo. Oh, mm. free man. Oh, you didn't show Damn. 
You were supposed to call me when you uh, discharged. You know I, was off. I got off July 6th. Well, you know I was off. Hey, Schwartz is going to take July 6th? Schwartz is going to yeah. take... Hey, Schwartz is going to take you to Crazy Girls. Hmm. To what? <laughs> crazy hmm. Girls, bro. You want to see some strippers? Crazy Girls. Free lap dance. They're talking about getting you some lap dances when you come back to L.A. Are you down with that? I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready to come back to L.A. I start a new job on Monday, on, on the 14th. So. What? Are you working selling the cars? Are you still doing the salesman? Uh, that fucking fool never came through, dude. All right, so what so are you then doing? You were, but you were working at, um, what was it? You were work- No, I work at a, I'm working at a medical uh, plane where they, uh, a ship and receiving in a warehouse. Wait, where were you just working at? I was, wor- when? Doing the delivery. For who? Oh, Domino's. I still do that on the side. Oh, that's oh, cool. Domino's, too. Yeah. Okay. I just drive Lyft, dude. I just do Lyft most of the time. You were doing Lyft, but you were working for Amazon, right? Oh, yeah, Amazon. I, yeah, I got I, I mean, what do, I got to remember your <laughs> life or what, man? Dude, that shit was killing me, bro. I, okay. I had to get away you were that. just working at Amazon the last time yeah, I talked to you. Amazon, so yeah. you're now not working at Amazon, and now you're working at Domino's, too? Yeah, I just got on the side. I put my brother's hands on manager down there, so I plugged me in for a little delivery once in a while. Okay, it lift, yes or no? Lift still yeah, going? Yeah, lift I'm doing. I'm doing oh, yeah. And, and the new place is shipping and receiving for a medical plant? <laughs> yeah, for a medical place. They make uh, it's a, it's a, it's a plastic and... and where they make plastic molds for like what? diving bags? They make plastic molds for dildos? Yeah, for dildos. They do that on the side. <laughs> <laughs> the left side or the right side? <laughs> right in the middle. Right in the middle. What are you guys doing? You guys doing this podcast right now? Or are you just finished? Nah, we're just hanging out. We're laughing. sitting here. We got fucking two female strippers sitting here. What? Yep, from Silver yeah. Rain. From Silver Rain. Angela and Renee. Say hello, Angela. Hello, and Renee. Hi, Renee. So <laughs> we called because we because uh, I said they're like, yeah, there are no more nice guys. There are no more nice guys, and I'm like, yes, there are. And they're like, no, there's no guys that are gentlemen, and they all treat women like shit. And I go, I go, listen, we have a guy, handsome, six foot two, with a big schwant, blonde, older guy. <laughs> Did he gain? He did a bunch of time in prison, but there's the sweetest guy, and they're like, "Oh my God, we where?" I go, "We're gonna bring him on air, and he is the real deal. He's a gentleman." Absolutely, give him my number. (laughs) Right, but we told him, we told him, no games, no head trips, no gold diggers, all that stuff. Because we told, thank God, because that seems to be all that exists these days. I know, I know. Thank God, I got married when I did. Ladies out there as well. Right. I mean, it's just been one bad experience after the other. With for these women, no, for Brian, oh. for Brian, dude. man, dude. I mean, Babe, Schwartz, I mean, what the fuck's wrong with you? And, and, and then, and then, and then, like, they, they treat them nice, they take advantage of you. Bro. That's and right. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, they, yeah, they take full you know, you know, life, brother. Or, or the problem with the last one, she didn't even explain anything; just left you yeah. hanging. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Well, we, you know, we still talk. We're good friends. Oh, you do, right? But what? the, but the, the one that left you hanging, you're good friends with. Well, she didn't leave me hanging. It wasn't like we were getting married or anything. <laughs> the one that you said, I don't even know what happened. She just stopped talking to me. Yeah, she got cold feet and backed out. So, yeah, we still talk. We've been friends for five years, bro. Oh. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I've known her for a long time. <laughs> right. This right. isn't no fly-by-night thing. Listen, Brian. Right, I just jump into, you know, I just jump into things, yeah. You just no. because you're all in, you're all heart. But the uh, but yeah. the but the gold diggers on the fucking in, oh on the God. Instagram, bro. How are they all calling and getting a hold of you and asking you to deposit money in their account? <laughs> why are you like? It's always, <laughs> but why? <laughs> what do you? But what is that? How do they? 
Why? He's looking that? at the wrong profile. Well, they actually, they call me, they call me to get to you, but I always protect you. Never give your number out, bro. Okay. They got it. Right. <laughs> no, because no, because they know that Brian Stevens is a gentleman, and they know right. that they can take advantage no, of. No, because his profile said something true. like, "I'm I'm I'm uh, lonely and looking for love" or something, right? Right. <laughs> Looking for what was it that you had as the title? You had something like that, and they're like, oh, that was look at, "Looking for the." Brother, I, I'm. When are you coming? You have an open invitation. Well, you told me, okay, I broke down yesterday. Dude, you, Brian, we want you on the show. Next we want weekend. you to come into LA. Uh, you can stay the night over at at, at my sober living. You can spend the night. Yeah, come on. Maybe I'll come next. Maybe I'll come next Saturday. Yeah. What about Vogue? nine a.m. I mean, bro? Sit in. You come in. Yeah, yeah, you can sit in. Yeah. No, he's he up at four in the morning. Oh, okay. yeah. Hey, Brian, you can come in and you can sit through the shows with us and do a, oh, yeah. a few. Come on, man. Let's plan. Let's do it. All right, all right. Let's do it. We will. So next Saturday, I'll be. Down. I'll come down Friday night and Saturday hang out. Yeah, we're okay. locked in. Dude, like, yeah, absolutely. I'm being serious, bro. I'm not fucking. We're not. No, we're not playing either. You're gonna come on. You're going to come Friday and spend the night and do the show right. Saturday and then go. Right. Rachel right. Sterling's going to be here. Yeah, yeah, Rachel. Yeah, she had her on enough, bro. Oh, you don't, you've listened to all her episodes? Oh. No, I actually haven't. Yeah. Okay. Well, she was, she was asking about you. Yeah, right. Boom. She was asking about you. Yeah, I, I'm not her type, bro. She... What do you mean? Well, I think she's looking for... What is she? Is she, she be considered a gold digger? I don't think so. She's on her own money. So. She, yeah, she makes her own gold. She's looking yeah, for she a guy to cash. help her. She's looking for a guy to help her organize her money. Can you do that? <laughs> I'm the guy. <laughs> Listen, she she's are, looking for a guy that'll just start stop hurting her. Oh, my God. Is that just, that's terrible. See, she so, are gold. you that guy? Are you that guy? Would you not? Uh, would you not hurt her? Would you treat her right? Well, of course I would if I would. I should all women right. Of course. I was raised, oh, by, I was raised by three sisters and a mother, bro. So that's know, right. That's why I get that, that side of me, bro. So you get that. You're in touch. You know what's up. All right. So, so there you go, ladies. You know, you See, right ladies, this is right a candidate. These girls are blushing. They're yeah. blushing. So I'm going to fucking. Actually, yeah, I don't think these ladies should come anywhere near Brian because they might not be good enough for Brian. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Serious. No, I mean, from a. From hey, that's Shuma well, Hoon saying that. Oh, this girl here with the big tits. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Like come on, Steve. But she's be gonna, a I don't want you taking my buddy. Hey, I don't want you taking my buddy for a ride. No, 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 no. no. I don't want you taking my buddy for a ride. No, no. Brian needs. He's been hurt enough already. Hey, Brian. I've got my heart broken enough times. Brian, you you need an equal partner, right? You don't need to be yeah, doing everything. Listen, just so you guys know, big kids aren't a big deal to me. So. Oh, God. Right, of course, like of course not. Of course not. That's what you're in. It's girl. not a deal breaker. Right. <laughs> what about this Asian girl with the... Yeah, with the it's more about substance. Right. You're looking for us foundation and real yeah, talk. Something we can build on. That's right. Not add to, something we can build on. Exactly. You don't need a, <laughs> you don't need a kid. You need a partner. Yeah. I need a woman. Woman. A, real a real one. Right. Yeah. All right. She right. her own way. Doesn't need me to support her. Doesn't need you to find her. You're an independent you know, woman. Make her own way. Right. You guys are make a team. Partners. How can you build an empire if you don't have somebody who's willing to put as much time in it as you are? That's right. That doesn't even have a foundation. That's right. You don't need a pit. You need a foundation. Yeah, there's plenty of those out there. Right. Who needs the pits? So All right. Girls work? I haven't been to a strip club in forever. Bro. I mean, there well, were. Well, we got lap dancers waiting for you over yeah. out here. Oh, yeah. 
Hey. That's why he's coming next time. You Friday. come down here, you get a cho- you get a choice. It's either it's either a dance on the laps or relapse. Okay. That sounds good. All right, listen. Uh, can you handle strong nipples? Because these girls got big nipples. Man. Does, uh, okay. All right. Hey, ladies, can you handle uh, Mr. Steven Sourdough? Because he's got a pretty big Johnson. Yeah, that's not going to handle that. That's the only thing my dad left me. <laughs> <laughs> All hey, right. this dude tried to tell me, he goes, hey, man. I'm fucking hung and some of this shit. I'm like, okay, that's great, bro. He goes, no, no, check this out. He put he shows me this video. Hey, what? Hey, he shows he puts a video. He's very proud of himself, you guys. He's busting out. He got a video he carries in his back pocket. <laughs> if you doubt him, you don't doubt Brian. He'll bust the he'll put the video in. Hey, right. listen, he's got a he's got a GoPro tied around it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, it looked like they were fucking doing a fucking tooth extraction on it. He calls it. He could, They're trying to do a tooth extraction on her with a fucking hose, with a fire hose. They call it. The, they call it the salchicha cam. Uh, salchicha cam. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, partner. Well, listen. All right, All right next you week. Be safe man. over there. Hey, next week. I'll call you before this week, bro. All right. Dodger All right, Dog. Guys, they call him Dodger hey, Dog Brian Sean? Stevens. Wait, Sean, Sean over there quiet as a mouse. What's going on? Is he embarrassed Yeah, he's rubbing himself while you talk. <laughs> Sean, knock that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean, knock that shit off. Uh, don't go beating the brakes off nobody, all right? <laughs> hey. <laughs> they put you in jail up here for that shit. Right. All right, Brian. I'll talk right, to you guys. during the week. Don't join will, any cults. Uh, next next week it's on, right? No cults. For sure it's on. Okay. All right. All right, bro. All right, bye. Bye, guys. <clears throat> hey, so listen, you know, speaking of um, Brian Stevens, you know, when we had Ra- Rachel Sterling in here with Brian, right? And we had that massive blowout where he confessed to being a Trump supporter and all that other stuff. Do you remember that? Yeah. The one where I have a little video. Yeah. yeah. Listen, there's a quote that you do in there because you, hey, dude, you get to a frustration point where you've tried to explain to your buddy a million different ways. Like, bro, you're attracting like a weird chick. And he doesn't hear it, right? Mm-hmm. And he's fighting and fighting and fighting. And finally, we have like Rachel Sterling there, and we asked her like to look at his profile, and like, okay, can you look please- at his sandwich picture? <laughs> <laughs> look at these <laughs> eggs. I mean, you really look at the toast. I mean, look at the toast and how it's crispy on one end. <laughs> How it's burned yeah. right in the middle, the but the rest of the bread is... is... Bitten, there's a bite out of the pickle. Like, really take that in. Take a look and really look at the salt and pepper that looks like it's in a camper. Like yeah, something, like it's somewhere. yeah, mobile. Some mobile <laughs> fucking home somewhere. <laughs> so then she gets ready to tell him. And for some reason, you make this quote. Listen to this. And maybe you can help explain like what your Give frustra- context. frustration level was here. Okay, ready? Listen. And relax, because this is a fucking woman that we're not telling what to say. <laughs> You're telling Brian <laughs> to relax. Listen to this. Listen to this. And relax, because this is a fucking woman that we're not telling what to say. What do you think? It was like a setup or some shit? Yeah, he was. He was kind of treating us like we wanted ma- him to hear her. Yeah. Right. And you told Take him. Take it in, man. Take relax. it in. Relax. This is a fucking woman. Is- That's so You good. need this right now. And then, listen, here's another one from Steve that I love that I put up in here just in case. This is when I told Steve, shortly before I quit energy drinks, 
right? And Steve was like, well, how many energy drinks do you drink? And I'm like, oh, I'm about five, six a day. And this is, and this is how you responded. <laughs> That's not hardly <laughs> Is that? It is. <laughs> You're it like, dude, you went straight surfer. <laughs> That's not hardly <laughs> Is that? I've yeah. some straight shaggy in That's the Santa fucking Monica's I s- I've said so many things yeah. to you. You've never been like, "That's gnarly, dude." Right. Until I told you I drank yeah, that many yeah, energy yeah. drinks. That like set you off. Yeah, it did. Right. So, so we we got a big game coming up next week. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Am is I that your segue? Your no, 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 no. no, no. It's, I like your little segue. Hey, <laughs> no, I want to get that, back. That was a lucky segue. Go <laughs> right, just drop the hammer. Into it. it was a crowbar. Oh, yeah, it was like, like yeah. no, but the best is you so got. What about the fucking Super Bowl? <laughs> no, he just hey, gave me like a fucking. Shut the fuck he, up! It's he, Super Bowl time. I don't know if it was seriously like his eyebrows started to twitch. I'm like, oh shit. What about them now? Well, you entered into the whole thing going, well, I think that it's gonna be a little bit more exciting. Yeah, no, hey, that's. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it is, but it's a, yeah, a way no, to go hey. into it. Yeah, no, hey. No, listen, he, what's the best of it is. Let's come he, in right in through the fucking <laughs> the loss of the 49ers. We'll just start in that way. Right. He falls through the roof and he's like, hey, we got a big game coming up, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Which it's like the Super Bowl. And it's all aimed at Sean. At Sean. Yeah. But hey, then Sean when he. Lo- but then when he looks at me, Schwartz does this thing where he gives a little nod, like, come on. <laughs> he, goes, come on he goes, come on. Like everybody's f- slow and blind and in the dark, right? Like this. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, come on, motherfucker, let's get back to the cinema. Yeah. Hey, man. That was the best. You looked at me like. I, I, you know what, man? Any, any bit of sports, bro, gets me, gives me a, a twinkle in my eye and a. More than that. He had a twinkle like he had the antidote, huh? <clears throat> yeah. That gets one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what just happens like is you say stuff and then you run, you peter out. Like you go like this, you go. What? Yeah. <laughs> Right in my mouth. <laughs> you could, <laughs> Spin on it. Yeah. So look it. So look it. We've been dancing around it and fucking around and all this yeah, other shit. Yeah. But we got a bunch of fucking NFL fucking shit happen, right? I mean, everything yeah. that could happen in a pretty much one single day. You got um, the retirement of Tom Brady. Yep. The lawsuit from the ex-Miami head coach. Brian cl- Flores. Cl- class action. Yeah. I read. I read the class action. Oh, did you? I read it. Okay, cool. I want to hear what you think about that from a, uh, obviously from a lawyer's point of view. All right. And then in the Super Bowl, we got the Bengals versus the Rams. Yeah. And I think we should, and I think you're right, Schwartz, to, to start here, but I think we need to turn to uh, Old Blue Eyes, right, who was playing the, they're not even supposed to be their game for a while. Oh, yeah. It was total reverse psychology fucking... Superstition, yeah, right. Yeah. And you know what? I'll tell you one other thing. I, I watched that game, the highlights, right? And I'm like, man, the Niners really should have won that game. They blew it. They fucking... You blew it! They blew it. Right. Sean? Yes? Did you, did you watch that game of from... Of course begin- I did. How do you... Like, where are you at when you watch that game? Like, where do you sit? Uh, I sit, I stand, I move around. <laughs> You know, I, okay, so first of all, I go into that game thinking, uh, you know, they had a great season, so no matter what happens, I'm <sighs> cool. Right. But then the game starts, and I'm like, oh, 
first start down, right? First start down, I'm like, yeah, no big, no, you know, hey, right? It's just warm up, warm up, whatever. You know, they're probably gonna lose. It's all good, you know, whatever. We had a great season, right? But then when they get up, I'm like, holy shit, we're going to the Super Bowl. I hate that. Hopes get up, and they go to halftime, and you're looking at all how much more game there's left. Right. And mind you. And I'm you, just like, burn the clock, burn the clock. Hold on, like, hold on, hold on. And right. you got to remember, they came out with a, a turnover early on in the game that set them up. And if you're anything like me, you start getting nervous because you're like, that's the kind of like shit that happens yep. that turns into a blowout and that these people are mentally ready to win this motherfucking game. Right. right. And, and you also have the fact that this is, he already knows that the Bengals are the appoint are the That's opponent true. in the Super Bowl, oh. so he's not just starting to dream that they're going to beat the Rams, but they're going to go to the Super Bowl and win this right fucking because thing. they already beat the Bengals. There's a oh. chance. There's a real chance now. We on- got a chance. <laughs> How do you do this? This the the half. The half's got to be fucking torture. Like, do you, uh, what do you do? You go you make some hot dogs. No, and- you know what? I'm I'm a I constantly follow Twitter. I have like a special feed that's just like all kind of like football related shit. Did you like that monkey with the shit implanted in its <laughs> yeah, brain, bro? Yeah. yeah. Only it's a little football chip. Yeah, he's got right. a football NFL chip. NFL chip, Madden chip. Right. right. I got to tell you guys, I'm like, I mean, not to get off the subject, I'm already into the next season and yeah. following. Like, well, and you say all sure, that, sure. but I actually called Blue Eyes up because the Niners had fallen on some pretty hard times for a minute there, right? And uh, Seahawks are now down in the dumps. Yeah. Right? So I called up old Blues, and I'm like, how do you survive this, man? Like, what do you do? And he gave me some pointers. Guy's been surviving it his whole fucking life. I know, but I asked him for the pointers. What do you do? Their allegory was a long time. Yeah, no, but dude, but think about this, though, really. Because if you think about the Niners have been in the Super Bowl, like, this would have been the third time in the last, like, five years if they would have made it. Right. Which is fucking nuts. You think that they haven't been good. I think there's, like, a 15-year chunk in between that. Well, Well, they've been a long time since they won. Mike Singletary and... Like all those other years, right. Chip Kelly and Ta- Chamasula and yep. all this other shit. But like, I mean, the Harbaugh years were fucking fantastic. Yeah, but like, so what did you tell when I called you up and I'm like, man, how do you get through a fucking loser season? I can't we- remember what I told you. Jesus Christ, you can't remember shit because of that <laughs> yeah. chip in your head. Yeah, that's right. He was like, bro, it's all about next season. What you do is. Oh, yeah. You get excited about the draft. draft picks. You yep. start getting into all that. Oh, so Let that carry your, fucking carry your broken heart through the thing. All the first and second year players that are going to mm-hmm. be getting into that third mm-hmm. year, that show me year when they're coming right. into their own. They got a lot of, they got a they few got a guys in the defensive backfield that, that have that. And so their defense, I mean, Niners are actually pretty well situated. Do you believe that they are about to... Do you think that they're about to give it a run right now? I believe that they're going to be one of the preeminent teams in the NFC. I think it all... What depends on if they're going to actually make a run and compete for not only winning the division, but winning titles is going to be if Trey Lance is the real deal. Because they're giving up on a Jimmy G. I mean, Jimmy G at his exit press conference, you know, he said, "I, you know, I'm looking forward to getting traded to a team that uh, that's all about winning right now. So I think, which everybody kind of knew the writing was on the wall that this was it, no matter how far he took it. And they love Jimmy G and all that. But they're moving away from him and they're going to give the keys to, to a, a guy. Kid. Yeah, to a kid. Now, he's supposed to be great, but... He's a kid nonetheless. He's a kid nonetheless. And when you make a bet like that on your franchise in the NFL, 
getting it wrong can set you back years because if you have all they have studs bosa kittle uh fred warner like guys on the defensive line the defensive backfield that guy james who's really good um uh the running back uh, i can't even think of his name elijah right mitchell. Now. yeah elijah mitchell plus they have Mar- mostert right I mean, debo right mostert like all these guys but if you get in a quarterback that's not the real deal, you're going to have two or three years of waste, or let's say two years of wasted years for those other guys. Yeah, it but doesn't hold on a second. So seen it. listen, all of that is if you're working with management and an owner that's trying to win, right? And so this kind of like quarterback curveball, a pig in a poke, all that bullshit, right? Brian Bosworth, all that shit, right? That's if you're working with guys that are trying to be honest up at the front office. Problem is, right, as the ex-head coach of the Miami Dolphins fucking said, his fucking owner was telling him to throw games and he'll give him an extra $100,000 per loss. That's so insane because it goes at the integrity of wait, the wait, NFL. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, because yeah, I was peeping up on that. Say it again. So, the good. ex-head coach who had back-to-back winning seasons for the Dolphins. African-American head coach. I think we need to know that. Right, for African-American History Month, for sure. You're yeah. right. Black, black fucking coach. His owner told him. Every game you lose, I'll give you an extra hundred grand. So if he lost eleven games straight, he'd be one point one million dollars richer on top of what he's getting paid. And this was the year before Joe Burrow was slated to come out and be the number one pick, which he was for the Bengals. Think about that. Really think about that. Think about a head, uh, the the owner throwing games. Now, now you might say you might. You might do the calculus and say, well, the guy wants a top pick. Guy wants a top pick. You got to do what you got to do. But think about all of the guys on the team Mm. that are depending on the head coach to call the right plays, to make the right moves, to win games so that they would have stats that their bonuses are tied to. And also the sacrificing of their bodies Bodies, and their lives. I mean, this is not... This is not any normal job. Every right. fucking play can be their last. Listen to this. And not only could every play be their last, but, but their paychecks, their worth in the league is partially tied to how these games go. And if they got a head coach that's being told, call the wrong plays, do the wrong shit, make sure you lose these games, and I'll give you 100 grand. Yeah. And, it, and maybe it would be for a pick. Maybe I don't know exactly the whole yeah, thing. I, I would... Here's what I'm thinking, too. When you really, really think about it, who else is... Just think about it in simply economic terms, money-wise. Money yeah. How many toes are those guys stepping on with their little conversation on all the other guys that are gambling? Oh, right. Think I, about I, that. Think about what Vegas thinks of that if they're not privy to that. Well, I, but so I you're, got... You're, you're now stealing money from people... Much bigger than who you guys are, mm-hmm. right? Get the, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You're now fucking up action. You're these consequences. These have ripple effects of people much, or you're guaranteed, or you're, they're in on it, or you're guaranteeing action for some big people. Right. 
And I and I think that this, if it's actually true as alleged in the story, I think this story actually has a better chance of putting a dent in what we now know as the NFL than even the head injury and CTE shit. Because this ter- bet gambling is such a huge part of the NFL. Fantasy football is such a huge part of the NFL. And this goes directly at the integrity of the game. Well, let's throw the icing on the cake here. And, and the owner of the Miami Dolphins, right. that same year, 2019, had, what he sunk $18 million so, yeah. into buying or uh, investing in some sort of gambling. Yep. Right. Endeavor. Yep. So I'm not sure what it was. Something. And, yeah, and, or online betting. Uh, sports betting. Yeah, sports think, betting. Yeah. And, all so right, so going back. Going, yeah, there's no way that you can tie those two together, man. It, it's, it's too. You mean gambling and sports? No, having like somebody in that position investing yeah, in something like that is a. What do they call it? Conflict of interest. Of interest man. Oh, for like, sure. Wow. Right. Well. Never before, really. I mean, sure, well, you could say that, but wait, that wait, now, wait. if this turns out to be true, I mean, that's you're right. If you hey. are an owner or you are somehow connected to a professional franchise team, that's what happened to Eddie DeBarlo. You shouldn't be able to have ownership or be involved or at but connected at the same time right. to a, any type of betting and anything. I mean, we all know that that would make sense. Right, but that's, those constraints have been loosened the last couple of years right. as as okay. betting has become legal in a lot of states. It's become and a big Well, well having- so now, so now <clears throat> let me put this in a, in, a, in, a, in a perspective because, you know, along with this lawsuit, when I was going through it, right, the owner of the Dolphins had Brian Flores out on his yacht for a fucking lunch. Okay, we're talking about Florida. They came back from lunch, and the owner said, by the way, I've got a prominent quarterback that's coming down that wants to meet you. I wonder who that is. A prominent quarterback that remained nameless in the complaint. Brady. Who's Brady? Brady. It has to be. He went to to Tampa. Yeah, it has to be Brady. There's the New England Patriot connection with Brian Flores. He was there for years. Um, no, and the Dolphins were one of the teams that it was talked about that he may go to. I mean, basically. Uh, and Brian Flores, because he's an honest dude, did not want to meet with that guy. Yep. And that was when the owner turned around and said, you know, this Brian Flores is a real pain in the ass. Right. He doesn't want to fucking play. He's a, and when you get that kind of reputation, it's kind of like Hollywood when you're an actor and you're like, hey, man, you ain't paying me right. This is all fucked up. You know what? You got this fucking guy with caps in a gun and he's running around firing it off. That's dangerous. And then you say some shit that's real like that and they go, this is a problem. It's right. hard to work with. Yep. And that's a telegraph to everybody that's on the inside. He's not going to cheat the way we want him to cheat. And so you're out. And in that also complaint, he was alleging, because there's a rule in NFL where, because they've already acknowledged, they've already said the NFL is like, yeah, we don't have black quarterbacks, we don't have black coaches. Everybody's seen it as a problem from, since time immemorial. Yep. There was a time when certain individuals were proud of that fact, because it's like, yeah, we still got our plantation, we're still doing our thing. So then they were like, all right, all right, all right, all right. We'll at least include some minorities in the interview process. 
and the Rooney rule. Right. Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Do you ever see his hands? Yeah. So the thing is, is so he goes. It's not right. for him. It was for Art Rooney. Right. I know. So he goes. Uh, so Brian Flores is texting with Bill Belichick. Right. And now these are supposed to be bona fide interviews when you go on a head coaching. Like you go there. It's the Rooney rule. Do you going to get in there and you're going to get a fair shot? And you're going to look at the objective criteria. You ain't going to fuck around. There ain't going to be any of this bullshit. And Belichick texted him and said, hey, I just heard from you're their guy, man. Right. Three days before Brian Forrest goes in for an interview. Three days before everyone that's doing the interviewing, that's telling them, you got a fair shot, buddy. Come on in. And these interviews are brutal. Like, it ain't no, like, you know, filling out some shit for 7-Eleven and hoping they don't call your fucking parole, <laughs> right? It's fucking, like, all day, how do you do, blah, blah. So, multiple people, that kind of bullshit. And uh, then Bilicek hits him back on text. And, it's, he, and Bilicek is named. And Bilicek... Uh, is Texas is shown and it says, Oh, my bad. They picked someone else already for you. I sorry about that. The Billichick had some insight on I think it was the New York Giants. Yeah. Yeah, and it was because actually the guy who the Giants hired was a coach on his staff and a coach that actually worked with Brian Flores years ago, a guy Brian Dable. Um, quarterbacks coach for longtime quarterbacks coach for the uh, Patriots. So, so essentially, what Bilicek's text did was let Brian Flores know three days before that the selection had already been made, and that this Rooney Rule interview was just, was just a, a check just the, the box, check the box. Yeah. for PC bullshit. And then, and then, so is Belichick in trouble too? No, no. I, think, I think Belichick actually, from what I'm looking at it and thinking about it, I think Belichick is actually helping Brian Flores. Mm-hmm. I think Belichick is on the side of, this should be real fucking things, and you can use my name in text to build up the case that all this shit, that they, they're not following in good faith the Rooney rule. Belichick is behind, I think, helping Flores because his, his text is the proof that everyone in the fucking community knew that the decision was already made, even though they're pretending like they're really going to interview you. Because they just want to be able to say they talked to a black coach before they hire the real guy. And the Giants are actually, sorry to interrupt, the Giants, I believe, are the only um, team in the NFL that has never had a prominent, like a coordinator or a head coach, African-American. They had an African-American GM for a bit, but they're notoriously known throughout the league. Um, as not being inclusive in terms of that, you know, racist, right? Having uh, equality amongst the ranks. And then, what were you going to say, Sean? I was going to say he also had an interview with the Broncos, right? And he met them. He went. Up, he went to Denver and met them, right? And they all showed up. Everybody who was in the interview, I guess, hung over, including John Elway, just over an hour late, right? And they were like, uh, <laughs> like they uh, don't give a fuck. As John Elway would As probably a, do. Yeah, you, you, yeah. I hate John Elway. A lot of people do. I hate his teeth and I hate his face. A lot of people do. I hate his teeth and his face. So that's what's going on. So, but it's a class action on behalf of, right, all the other coaches right. of the, color that are, guy, are getting shafted and mistreated. And, and other coaches that are white having losing seasons 
and that's all very understandable. Then you have a coach with two back-to-back winning seasons, but he's black and he doesn't want to throw games. Now he's a problem. Right, and I mean, dude, like this last year, the Dolphins beat the Patriots twice. That's an AFC East, and the fact that he's beaten up on Belichick and giving him a hard time, if that coach was white, he's never getting fired, dude. Never getting fired. That guy did it with a subpar roster, a subpar quarterback, and you know what? This guy, all, all reports about this guy is he's not looking for a payday. He's looking for real change, and so and we're going to see. he's willing to ruin his career to do it. Yeah. He's willing to say, fuck it. Somebody's got to step up and take the fucking hit, right? And I'm going to do it because this is fucking bullshit. This ain't, this ain't football. This ain't John Madden's football, right? Yeah. That's about skill, wits, and heart. And all of this is a fucking... Uh, uh, it's a. It's not a free market. It's a fixed market. It's a lie. Football yeah. is all about sacrifice, too, man. You sacrifice your body. You sacrifice for your brothers. You sacrifice. Yes. Um, you know, fame. Look at the guys who block for the running backs. You know, a lot of these let guys. Me, let me let me ask you this and take it there. What do you think is gonna happen for this fucking Super Bowl, man? Well, what's mm. going to happen, man? Where are what's we at with happen? this fucking thing? I mean, I got my opinions. I want to hear some opinions. Uh, man, for, uh, L.A. Uh, if the, the L.A. Rams in the Super Bowl I, in L.A. I really, at SoFi. I really, at SoFi. Think about that. I really wish that you didn't bring that up. Man. This may never happen again <laughs> like this. This could very well never happen again. Has that happened? It happened last, last year. year. The Bucks. It's, a, it's crazy that it's happened two years in a row, but last year... The Super Bowl was at Raymond James Stadium. The Bucks home field, they played in it, and they won. Now, first year of SoFi, we get the Super Bowl, and the fucking Lambs are, I mean, the Rams are in it, you know? Listen, wait, wait, is that your, that's like your sort of like Let's L.A. Down, cut? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Lambs. I mean, the Rams. All right, but listen. I mean, the Rams. Right. But listen, the reason why I don't want the you Raiders, to. Raiders, they're not the Raiders. Go ahead. Well, I was just It's said in Las Vegas next year. Yes. Allegiant. And and that means the Raiders are going to be there. Sure. Man, I'm sick and tired of these fucking... I hate... I fucking hate that all of the fucking stadiums or whatever the fuck they're called these days are all named after shit-ass companies. Chinese fuck I hate company. Allegiant. Even stupid, dumb American companies. Allegiant. What about Crypto.com Arena, the new staple center? You know what? Let's go Is back it? to motherfucking... Yeah, yeah you know, they, they changed just, it on, just Christ- changed the thing, on Christmas Day. They changed it. I mean, what does it mean anymore? What else is for sale? You know what it... Uh, Your children? Next. The reason why I trip out about this is because I'm, I'm, I'm torn. Okay? I'm torn. Now, listen. I love the fact that L.A. is in the Super Bowl. Okay? Listen, I know. People run around. And I saw Conejo's fucking post. He's down for the Rams. This is L.A. He's L.A. dude. I get all that. I'm not against it, but I'm torn because I also love the Bengals. And I don't even know why, but I love the motherfucking Cincinnati goddamn Bengals. They're a and great I, story, man. Man, Skyline Chili, Middle America, Icky shithole. Woods. Huh? The Icky Shuffle. Icky Shuffle. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what do I do? I can't. 
I can't not root for the L.A. Rams, but I also can't not root for the fucking Bengals. Why don't I mean, we? Why don't we ask Lux? Well, we, Lux we know what, what he's do? doing. We know who he's riding. No, with. no, 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 no. He's talked a big one about the young quarterback over. Yeah, in no, man. I, I WKRP. Yeah. What do you leave that out on the fucking side? <laughs> I Joe Burrow is my favorite football player. Okay, he's period. Phenomenal. He's I know he is. He's got and that, I've been knowing he is. He's got that long dog. time ago, he's bro. Hey, special. I give you props because you've been on him from the yeah. jump. Yeah, I love Joe Burrows. He's my favorite quarterback. I got to root for that guy and stick with that guy. Uh, when the Raiders were in it, I went with the Raiders. Right. Raiders, not doubt. Right. Yes, I'm from Los Angeles. Yes, I love L.A. But the L.A. Rams ain't my L.A. team. The Raiders were. That's my team. I got to stick with it. But... I ain't giving up on Joe, so I got to roll with Cincinnati on this. I'm sorry, you guys. I got to roll with Joe Burrows on this. I Do believe you think in this that kid. they'll actually And win? once they win one, then I'll back up off of it, and I'll stay up off of that. But let my guy get one. Forget, I got to root with him. Forget your support. Do you actually think they're going to win? Oh, all, all that bullshit? I, I said, tell you this, man. I believe from the gate that Joe, Joe Burrows is the type of quarterback that can lead a team to victory. I think he would have already if he wasn't injured. I hear this already would happen, and I think he is going to win. And I absolutely feel like I believe it's in his destiny to do this. Okay, we, shorts, it's a, shorts. What? Prediction: Where are we going? And who do you back? And don't be fucking trying to be Mister Nice all the time. You I bastard. am. Come on. Um, I am going to. Probably not care who wins. Like I won't oh, be dis- yeah, no no no. I won't bastard. be disappointed if and that's not no no the no. Case. You got to pick one or or you have to fuck Ruby in hell. Okay, so <laughs> let's go. Pick one. Pick one. I I will say that uh, the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl by a score of thirty-one to twenty. Wow. Uh, Or 34 to 20, and I'm going to tell you why. Because Mm. if it gets a touchdown or less, I actually like the Bengals to pull it off. But if they can keep at least a two-score distance between themselves and the Bengals, I think that they'll they'll finish it off. Um, I think that Joe Burrow will probably win a Super Bowl in his career. I think it's too early for him. Um I, I I like them. I think that they have too many holes on their defense that the Rams and Sean McVay will exploit. Yeah, listen, I want to say something too, and it's obvious with that answer, right? But no, I do trust Schwartz and Sean about what they're about because these guys are they're paying way more attention to football than I. Oh uh, well, okay. But I am a um I am, you know, I, I I'm really with like the Bengals. I'm are with you? the Bengals. So and you're on my side. I'm on your side. Okay, okay now fucking oh blue eyes yeah, blue we heard eyes. one half of the hound of hell, the second right. half of yeah. the hound of hell to give us the give us the deal. I would love for the Bengals to win, but the Rams are going to obliterate them. <sighs> the O line is gonna get victimized. Victimized. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, dude, it's gonna be fucking. There was Joe Burrow may not see the second half. They were saying that was gonna happen in the. Nah, Joe Burrow may not see the second half. He might not see the second quarter. I'm telling you, man, wow. that line is gonna fuck them up. <laughs> the Niners have a way better line, and they got fucking beat. 
Third and the line got pushed around. They're the number one line and fucking defensive line in the in the league. And then you're looking at the Bengals who probably have like Yeah, but did you see listen twenty nine thirty, something like that? Hey, but did you see Burroughs running around? This is what gives me hope. Cause man, he did a fucking fantastic job. I mean, there was times a fantastic job where against. he was in the grasp and it was clear he was sacked and he somehow oh got out God. of it. Oh my God, he's magical. magical. Right. He right. is fucking magical. Now that's the thing. That's the thing. He's <gasps> mobile. If he can fucking buy a little time and figure out, <sighs> he could pull it off, dude. Because he's accurate. He rolls out. Yes. He's fucking, He'll run he's, some yards. Yes. Oh my God. If you so, leave a little open gap, he's going to run that. He's not afraid to run. I'm saying if the O-line can do just enough <gasps> to give him five fucking seconds of, of a, a lead time, yeah. you know, with his feet. But can his receivers, does he have the receivers to? Oh, well, well he's got yeah. Joe Mixon. Jamar I mean, Chase. Not that he's a receiver, but. Jamar Chase. I mean, that yeah, guy's the good. truth, man. Like T. That's Higgins. That's the kid who came with him. That's the kid who came from LSU yeah. this year. But, um. I mean, I think he's literally taken over 25 sacks just in the playoffs. And he hasn't right, played right, right, right. anybody. Aaron Donald is going to be on the other side fucking staring at him. That right. motherfucker. The problem isn't Aaron Donald because they'll, they'll double team him or whatever. whatever the problem is. The problem is everybody else won't right. be double teamed. Right, yeah. <laughs> and they'll be fucking the edge. Ron Miller. Oh, my God. Well, how, how deep was Kansas City's D-line? Yeah, not that deep. I mean, they're okay, but they're Wait not. A they're not. Everybody anyone. was saying that their defense was really no, 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 some no. shit. I, no, no, Chris, no, well, no. maybe people did, but they're fucking idiots because Chris Jones is like great, and that's about it. Okay, but okay. Um, <sighs> I mean, dude, you're talking about worlds of differences okay. between the Rams' defense and defense in in whole, um, not just the defensive line. And I mean, man, I I just. It's very tough for an NFL quarterback in year two mm-hmm. to win the Super Bowl. Yes. I love that they're and literally if they beat the Rams, I'm not a Rams fan, so I'm not going to be disappointed. Right. How long do the Rams have to be in L.A. before you have to get behind the Rams because you're from L.A.? I won't. The L.A. team that I, I support is the Chargers, if anything. Where do they uh, play? They play at SoFi. I haven't even. See, I feel like, like yeah. for some reason, I didn't even. I know that yeah. they exist, but Dude, I feel like I smart, didn't. Even... It's the smartest move ever. They put that stadium in. They're not only going to have Super Bowls, NC, you know, college title games, concerts, but they have two NFL teams. So every week of the NFL season, yeah, they have a home game. All right, so check this out. So, um, uh, so we've got it all. But I want to turn it to motivation real quick. Because, Steve, you, I know, it's a fucking big Lux fucking segue. Motivation. Yeah, but we're going, we're talking about winning. We're talking about championships. We're talking about what it takes to get over on the top. And so we've been putting together, right, we're working on putting together a motivational (laughs) audio book. The five, the hard way. The five, no, the hard five. The hard five, right? The hard five. Five key concepts. So because of that, I want to get your and where are you going, Schwartz? We don't need the notes. Oh, we got it right back here. over here, you right fucker. Here, we don't need any notes. The Jamoke. You don't need to be reading off no uh, notes. We're we're improving right now. Don't worry about that. I'm not going to go too deep into it because there's a lot to and kick your weird cold black oh, fingers Cornel? off that Cornel? thing. Your fingers look crazy. Oh. Look like you got. 
talking about? They, they look, it's cra- uh, they look like they got nothing but nicotine and tar all over and remind me of my Auntie Gloria. All right, now look. I see. Okay. Ash, what is it? It's weed ash. It's is my, that what that is? My packing thumb, bro. <laughs> <laughs> packing what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, now look. I, I want to get your, since we're experts in motivation, Schwartz, mm-hmm. you're a disciplined, motivated dude. Yes. We are, I want you to listen to this. This, I think, is maybe one of the best things, and I'm going to stop it, and I'm going to ask for your reactions, because I think this is good, and it's good for our audience to hear. Mm. You're going to get 50%? Percent, percent. You're gonna give 70%? You think you're gonna give 80? I watch y'all. I watch y'all. Y'all good. But you need to be great in this league to you're real good at what you do. But some of you don't finish. You look good in the first. You look good in the second. You look stuck. But the fourth with the last three minutes, I can tell. I can tell with the last three. Listen to me. The real beast, the real beast is the last four minutes. The real beast is when their legs give out. The real beast when they tired. The real beast find a way to pull something out when nobody else ain't got nothing. What do you think of that? What do you think? The truth, man. It's all about the fourth quarter, bro. Oh, it's all about the fourth quarter. I I did something. I talked about it one day. I talked about it. I talked about this guy that gave a speech that coached a football team that was never supposed to win their championship. And it was like they had trained and worked. All for the fourth quarter. Their whole mindset all was all about the fourth quarter. And that's how they got and they won. And they beat this team that was the best beat because they were done in the fourth and these guys were ready to go in the fourth like they were in the first. Yep. And it's a, there was like a story about it. And then the coach says in this thing, he goes, life, I wasn't coaching them to win that. I was coaching them for life so that they go through their life. It's all about like the fourth quarter, man. It's how you... It's it's there, man. Everybody can do whatever, but it's when, you know, how you pull through when what know, do you when everything's on the line? Yeah, I mean, what do you think is the fourth quarter of life? When is that? I think that we go through like many fourth quarters of life throughout life, We're like, and it's finishing on some things. But the fourth quarter I look at is like the maybe the the final chapters you might refer to of your life, which for me, I feel like I'm in the fourth quarter of my life. So right now, this, this, this speech, this when the legs give out, when there's nothing left, when you're getting tired, when you feel like you got nothing left, when, when it seems like you're in that mode right now. When the muscles and the shiny smile and the, the start going away and, some, and, the, and the gray hair and the thing... And what's going to carry you through is whatever you invested in the first three quarters. And if you invested nothing, then that fourth quarter ain't going to look good. And you're going to lose. Schwartz, what quarter of life are you in right now? I'd say I'm probably in the second or late second or third. What do you hear when you hear this man, Eric Thomas? Oh, man, it makes me want to fucking... It reminds me of, of... being that was always kind of sports what that meant to me and that's kind of how i i was all the time and so when i hear that shit i fuck my legs start to twitch you got twitchy legs sean what are you hearing what court are you in i'm not i see i don't that it doesn't ring true for me like the my lifetime 
right? What to, to me, fourth quarter means when you're lonely, when you're broke, when you're depressed, when you're sad, like all these types of things, when you feel like shit and you don't want to get out of bed mm-hmm. or you don't want to fucking get on the phone and talk to anybody. You just want to be by yourself because you're feeling fucking depressed or in your shit. That's when it matters. That, that's what, when he says that, that's what fourth quarter means to me. I'm from Detroit. I watched Barry Sanders do it. I watched Barry. No yards in the first quarter. No yards. The Lions were sorry. Offensive line was sorry. They was killing Barry. Some kind of way though in the fourth quarter when the big boys, when the linebackers got a little tired. <laughs> fourth quarter, four minutes left when they was giving out. Barry, boom, 80 yards. Touchdown. I'm like, Barry, why you don't got no dance? <laughs> I know I'm old. Go back and watch Barry. He never was dead. I said, Barry, why you ain't dance? Because he said, I know I'm going to know I'm going to get to the end zone. This going to be a regular thing. I'm going to get to the peace mode. Write that down. What, write that down. Beast mode. Write that down. Write that down. Beast mode. You know who he's talking to right now? Mm. He's talking to San Francisco. He's talking to San Francisco. San Francisco hired this guy to come in. I, I know, and I get it, and I think that's wonderful, but am I the only one getting fucking funnies from the fucking irony? What's the irony? Because the NFC title game, they fucked off the fourth quarter. No, that's what he's did. saying. Right. He's telling him, you got to listen to this. He was brought in to motivate these motherfuckers, and when Sean was saying they went a little further than I think they were supposed to go, he's there telling him, but you're right. And he was being honest. This guy was paid, he gets... 70 grand, 80 grand to come in and do this shit, right? And he was telling him, I watched you all. And you're great. You're good. But I seen you in the fourth quarter and you start to fucking give out. And just as you pointed out, Short, it is ironic that the game they lost, they should have won. And that goes right to the fucking heart of the matter. And I feel bad, Sean. I'm not trying to talk shit about them. I, I really, I'm I mean, with you. Ahead, that, that, no, no, no. But I'm serious. I don't want you to think I'm saying that. But like... Not only did they, and that happens, especially in playoffs, man. People give up leads. That that's what happens. But there was a specific play that, like, literally, yes, there couldn't have been an easier this play is, for the guy yeah, to make. Right. Listen, this is why it's they say winners win, losers lose. They also say winners win and losers make excuses. So now listen to what I'm saying to you. What he's trying to do is break through a loser mentality for a pretty decent team. He's trying to break through a loser mentality. Steve, you ever had the experience of having team members that fucking have a loser mentality? And no matter how much shit they talk in the first quarter, whatever you're dealing with, at the very end, they don't show up. They show up empty yep. and they fucking tank yep. the whole yep. thing. Because they're a fucking lazy fraud fake. That's right. And a, a lazy-, lazy fraud fake. And so I'm saying I'm watching this. Dude, I listen to this every morning right now. Right now. First thing I do when I get up. Lazy, fat, fraud, fake. That's losers lose. They lose because they got a mindset of losing. They want to lose. They say they don't want to lose, but they don't want to put in the work. Every single day. All right, on three, every single day. One, two, three. Come on, y'all. You hear that? That's San Francisco. Every single day. I, I, fl- I flew five hours to get here. <laughs> Give me some energy. 
I, was, I just told you I was in Dubai. That was a 13-hour flight. I was just in Chicago. Then I had to go to Milwaukee. Then I flew, went back, drove three hours to get to the airport in Detroit. Come on, give me something. One, two, three. Come on. One, two, three. Yep, one, two, three. And if you're not willing to do it every single day, you're not going to beat the man that's doing it every single day. I'm not the best. I'm not better than Tony Robbins, Zig Ziggler, Les Brown. I'm not the best. But they have not outworked me. You hear that? They haven't outworked me. Are you listening to that? You're not going to beat the guy that's doing it every single day mm-hmm. if you're not doing it every single day. Zach, How are you going to beat that guy? How are you going to beat that? If you're not doing it every single day. You have no business. You don't have to be the greatest. You just have to work the hardest. You could send the toughest motherfucker you want into that jiu-jitsu studio. And you take some kid that fucking weighs 90 pounds but fucking studies every day in that motherfucker. And he's going to pencil up that big guy. That's big right. guy has no business walking in there thinking he's going to whoop everybody's ass. How many guys can you think of right now, without saying names, that aren't really doing it every single day and they're getting the results? They're getting the goddamn results that they ain't doing it every single day. How many guys do you know right now? Right now. Sean, how many guys do you know right now, they want the results of every single day, but they ain't getting Oh, get- come on. Come on. I mean, everybody I know. Everybody I know wants wants the recognition or the muscles or whatever it is. The money. The money. The respect. Right. Some people walk into a room and they go, I ain't got no motherfucking respect. I should be be being respected right now. Because guess what? I'm here. So you should respect me. I'm entitled to it because of X, Y, and Z. But they ain't doing it every day. They ain't setting the fucking bar high enough for themselves to be commanding any respect from anybody. They better than me. They speak better than me. I got a GED, dog, on it. It took me 12 years to get a four-year degree. They better than me. I just get up every day at 3 and give you a video. I just get up every day at 12 and give you another one. I just get up at 5 and give you another one. I'm not the best. I'm a beast. I'm not the fastest. Like, I want to tell you all a secret. Please don't share this away from here because I'm about to develop it and make it into like a shirt and stuff. You see, y'all see people be having the lions? You ever seen people like with the shirts with the lions where they tattoo a lion? You know the lion is 30%. Do you know that the, hunt, the hunting rate of a lion is 30%? So if a lion come after you, you got, a, you got almost a 70% chance of make, getting, up, getting away from a man. Go watch it on TV. You got a chance of getting away from a man. Go watch it. Like the lion, rah, jump on top. <laughs> and then like, it, I'm out. Sometimes you'll see two lions on top and some kind of way they still get out. Y'all know who the real king of the jungle is? Do you know? Do you know who the king of the jungle is? What's your guess, Schwartz? It's the hippo, right? Steve? Um, what do you I guess? I think the elephant is. Okay. The African wild dog. They got an 83% chance. When they come get your butt, it's an 83% chance they're going to kill you. A lion only got like 30, 33. But the reason why the lion is considered the king of the jungle is because of his mane. Because <laughs> of the way he look and he roars. The hyena don't look like that. But I bet you if you pay attention, you'll see a lion's mouth in the hyena. You'll see a lion head in the hyena mouth. Why? Because the hyena knows 
that he got that look, but he ain't necessary to, to be the king of the jungle, y'all. You got, okay, so let me tell you why they're African wild dog. Number one, they can run like about 60, 70 miles per hour. That's not impressive, the cheetah can do that. But the cheetah can only do it for about a mile. Them boys can do it for about five, six miles. <laughs> Imagine somebody chasing you at 60 miles per hour for five, you gonna get tired. They run in packs and watch this one. Y'all gotta write this one down. They communicate like no other animal. They communicate to one another. If y'all wanna be champions, you gotta communicate to each other. Number one, I need my, my seniors, my vets, those who know that this ain't no game, this is life. You gotta be a leader, y'all. You gotta hold these boys accountable, man. For real, man, you can't let these dudes come in when they wanna come in, eat whatever they wanna eat when they wanna eat, do whatever they wanna do when they wanna do it. Why? Because your success is... Ma, you worked out today? How many hours you work out? Three hours. He on vacation, three hours, y'all! Y'all gotta hold people accountable. Who you running with? Hold people accountable. Hold them accountable. What does that make you think about, Steve? When you hear a guy talking about that, and he's saying the older dudes, they got to hold the younger dudes accountable. You can't just let them come in and do what they want to do. I agree. Man, you look like you're thinking, bro. Uh. Schwartz, what do you hear, man? It, it's funny. It's a, similar what I've heard when they talk about like Navy SEALs, um, about how a lot of them aren't like necessarily the best at everything. But same thing like with the dogs, totally translates to a sports team or a business or whatever. When you have communication, when you have effort, when you have all that, it's um, and, and it's a big thing for a team. I think it's a great, great lesson. Um, and great words and, and see I hear that man I hear that and I, I get convicted I get convicted man I'm a fucking I get turned on fire inside I burn inside I burn bro I fucking burn and I, and I, and I sit there and I listen to that and I go where am I at on that fucking where am I at serious yeah. I don't fucking play games with this shit I ask myself where am I at you know, it's not a joke to me. It's not a game to me. It's not a fucking, this is why sometimes, right, I go over the top, right? I think to myself, when I see this shit, I get so fucking crazy. And I think to myself, like, <clears throat> you know, my legal team, my podcast team, my family team, where am I at? Am I communicating? Am I showing up every day with this high energy, high effort? Right? Well, I can think about what we're going to do with this motivation. I think about this audio book. I think about fucking knowledge. I think about all the shit I go through to be able to show up here with fucking things. It ain't something that come natural to me. It seems like it does because I put so much work in. Man, when I was in school, do you know that they used to shit on me for on my writing? They used to shit on me. I hated English. I hated English at UC Berkeley. I hated English. I had to go to a substitute school for one semester because my writing was subpar. I was raised on the reservation. And then I was raised at one of, one of the worst high schools in America called Five High School. If you're listening to this, Five High School, you're a shithole, podunk, loser teachers, loser system. Really? 
What's the name of the school? Five High School. Fuck Five High School. And Burn I, that thing down. <laughs> I was at, I had to go to CSU Hayward for one quarter. Fuck them too. Like writing essays and stuff like that? Or that's or right. Papers? That's, yeah. That's right. And you know, there was an old lady professor. Smelled like pee. Pee <laughs> pee. And I wrote my fucking paper. Right? And she was serious. And she was one of these, these fucking old ladies with the fucking chain on her goddamn. Oh. Okay? And she pulled me aside secretly and said, come into my office. I need to talk to you about your paper. And I thought I was going to get an award. That's right. how dumb I am. Mm. Well, no, because it's one thing to know the subject, and like, but you have to know how to set up an actual paper and an essay and stuff like that. Is that kind of what happened? Like, you knew the shit, but she was like, you're what fucking... Is, what is your purpose in telling me that? Why? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting mad. I'm oh, just yeah. asking you... No, the, the purpose why, why of... Would you t- why would you add that comment right here? Not, you, not, not, for a, not for a podcast reason. I'm asking, like, emotionally or interpersonally. What was that comment supposed oh, to be? Oh, no. I, I, I've had experience with that way back in the day, and, and it was um, an issue for me, too, in writing papers. So that's oh. why I was sharing that. That's why I said that. All right, because it kind of felt like you were relieving the pressure on me. <laughs> a little bit. Well, you know the subject, Chumahan. You just don't know how to set it up yet. Right? Because I said I was so dumb, I thought I was going to get an award. I thought she was pulling me aside to say, man, you write like Billy the Kid shoots. <laughs> right. And when I walked in there, she looked at me and she said, you think you're going to get into Berkeley? Right. Uh, you know? You think you're going to get into Berkeley writing like that? And she pointed out the stuff and it was embarrassing. Oh, bro. My fucking... Spine curdled. I have fought tooth and nail every step of the way to become a better writer. And I'm still not that great. But I'm better. And I only bring that up to say that I put a lot of energy into all this. The thing that does come easy to me, talking. That comes easy to me but the other shit don't so i'm asking you schwartz when you hear all this what is an area in your life that you feel like i can level up oh jesus so many but i i'm trying to level up recently on just taking care of my my mental health um so that's that's an area right now that I'm trying to I'm actively trying to work on. And in what way are you going to take care of what way have you not been taking care of your mental health? Well, I've been not setting boundaries with family members um, and or setting the boundaries, but not unfortunately due to some, you know, a lot of dysfunction. There's a dance that I've gotten in with certain family members where whether it's consciously or subconsciously they know regardless of me screaming to them telling them that I can't do it that when it comes down to it I I will do it and no matter me saying no 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 I can't do this anymore it's bad for me I can't you know and they'll know that I'll do it and the other fucked up part is that I know that I'll do it Right, it's part of you doing it, saying you can't do it. Right, 
and it's and it's really really fucked up and it's gone on for a lot of years and um wait stop why are you going to do it why am i going to do it yes because um because i i i deserve to to have that and to care enough about myself to do that and to make no 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 no. why are you going why when you say i can't do it do oh, you and everybody guilt. guilt. So guilt comes from committing a crime or tra- or violating a rule. Right. So what crime or rule did you violate for you to have the guilt to make you do something you don't want to do? No, it's just it's it's like inherent in me to not to to not to have to be there for family and stuff like that. Why do you feel Mm. that you're the last house on the block to be there for people who are just going to use you use you up and let you die of cancer and they are going to be gone already and you ain't gonna you're gonna be alone so what is it that you've done that has led you to be in a situation where you're the last house on a block for people who ain't going to be there for you i don't know i haven't done anything to I got a, a question just right along those lines, Any. Go ahead. Um, the question might be, when was it that you forgot in this whole equation that this was your life? Oh. Like your yeah. life. Right, right, right. I don't know. When did you lose I, sight of that? I, I don't know, man, to be honest with you, but I am... Like you do a lot of living for others. I'm at, oh, 100%. I am, but I'm actually like really happy about some recent tough developments that have you know kind of no 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 the question was how old do you think you were when you lost sight that this is your life i don't know man long time i mean long long time ago you know the other question i have for you schwartz is where's your dad huh my my father yeah no i mean long long not in the picture Right, because why? Because when I was like five years old, that was a non-part of any having to do with any part of his family, anything like that. But but why? What I mean, do mean, I don't still don't understand. I mean, I understand that every one of us has a parent that fucking bailed. Right. So I'm trying to understand. And and Steve's talked about his situation Sean's talked about his situation I've talked about my situation and Ali even told us about his dad right so I'm asking you what were the specific circumstances that led to your dad not being a part of your life there were no specific circumstances well I guess specific circumstances other than um, my mom not you know allowing me to have anything to do with as a little kid I wanted to but then not um, so your mom blocked your relationship with your dad? Well, because of his failing to kind of do what, you know, show up when there were times that she was going to allow me to spend time with him. So he said he would show up, set an expectation, and he didn't show up? Correct. And that broke your heart? Not that I remember. I mean, I'm sure I was bummed out about it. I don't really remember that stuff, but I just remember um, her kind of stepping or there's the story goes stepping in and kind of not allowing me to take that hurt so i guess she did see things that that it bothered me 
Yeah, of course it's going to bother. But kid. for you personally, you don't recall the specific instances. No, I like once or twice. Like once or twice, I remember, but it wasn't like. Uh, it wasn't like it was you gut wrenched by the door waiting for your dad. No, 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 no. When was did you rec? To, was she trying to wait a minute? Wait, let me just have to, yeah. Was she trying to do that to protect you from? That's that, that's, that's what that was the that was the the story. But I don't know if I've ever really had like an honest fucking you know who knows if that's what it was or or something more. You know, it's interesting because I'm thinking about it now and I'm thinking like, okay, I can see the logic, right, to a certain extent for one parent saying like, you know, I'm going to block this because you're hurting a kid. But I guess I've seen other situations where you have a parent that is not responsible and they're doing they're fucking around, but that parent still wants to make sure that connection comes alive and stays alive because the child... Even if the father or mother's fucked up, needs still some sort of connection. Right. What is the connection that you have with your father right now? None. None. I don't, I mean, my, for my entire life, like my, my grandfather, my mother's father was really my father. Combination of him and my mother's two, two of her three brothers. The combination of those three guys were like the male combo father. Yeah, but mostly my grandfather. I mean, my grandfather. Right. And so on a certain level, you feel a loyalty or an allegiance or some sort of love for your grandfather in that place. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I can understand that like when you're feeling that you wouldn't want to feel like you don't appreciate it because some people don't even have that. Right. And he did love you. Yeah. Okay. So there's a loyalty factor there, but the, that still doesn't solve the the missing element of your dad. Where is he now? I have no idea, and I care Completely not. Completely out of the equation. Yeah. And you care not? I care not. How is that possible? Because I care not. Wait, didn't your know. mom tell you not to fuck with him or keep him away from no, you? No, no, no. That was like I'm like like five years old. Yeah, I've had no like haven't talked seen or anything for that long so and you care not i care not i even think it's interesting the way you phrase that well no because you asked me like where is he i have no idea but you also said i care not you just say i some people will say i don't care right but you say i care and then you negate it after <laughs> i care yeah. <laughs> is that really different from saying I don't care? Yes, it is actually. Okay. No, I believe you. I'm not. I wouldn't you know. believe you either way. I don't care or I care <laughs> not. I wouldn't believe right. believe either one. But it's a different way that you set it up. Most people wouldn't say I care not. Right. Okay. Do you, go ahead, Sean. I, I'm really baffled by this. So wait, you said your mother isolated you from your father. Yeah. Don't you want to know what his side of the story is? No. Why not? Like, what if he was like steady trying to get in touch with you, or wanted to be involved? Or he was on drugs? Because that that would be like the fucking major lie. It's not like my mom's been the only person that told me anything like about kind of what went down or how things were. You know what I mean? So that would mean it's like what my entire mom's side of my family has told me. This like, but it all could be colored by what your mom told them. Yeah. Yeah, but well, and it's your mom's side of the family, so they've got a certain loyalty there too. Right. And I'm yeah, not saying it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. There's just two versions or sure. slight yeah, shadings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But honestly, in my opinion, though, if somebody has the impetus or the want to do it and it's that important, they're going to make it happen regardless of some so you chick trying to keep... So no. that effort hasn't been there, so you apply that to what you've heard and they're young. Yeah, it's like... It's, right, but that's the anger right? there towards the father is you're saying, if you really loved me, you wouldn't have allowed these people to get in your way. You would have done... Right, fuck. like if that's, if that's what it was, then... So if that... So I guess I could say I could care not. Like either way, either one, you didn't make... Either one, you were... Like you didn't make the effort, so people put a stop to it to protect me so that's you're fucked up for not making the effort and if it was all bullshit that they were just keeping you away from me just out of their own selfish needs and not protecting me then you're fucked up for not fighting fighting through that so that's like kind of on both accounts i would say there's no how about yeah, the third one? Just, well, the, third one is, the third one is I was an idiot and I've changed and I want a relationship with Right, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's never and happened. Is that not going to happen? Well, what about the fourth oh, one, not. which is, you know, my name is Schwartz and fucked up or not, I'm just, I want to know from your perspective and I want to see who you are and I want to see what piece of me or whatever it is, right? Like, uh, like when my mom said to me, after all these years of not dealing with my mom, right? And she said, it's Mother's Day. I want you to come spend a week with me. Like, out of the blue. And I had similar feelings you had. Like, a, like I've had people try to rehabilitate my mom and be like, oh, she was just confused. And I'm like, bitch wasn't confused. She could have fucking done something, right? Uh, I still went to go see her, not because I necessarily thought there was going to be some sort of resolution that was going to make sense for the rest of my life, but because I had to, number one, face it for myself and see what's there, and then number two, allow myself to go through the experience and take whatever it was that I was going to take from it, even if I didn't even understand at the time sure. what it would be. Do you know where your dad is? Uh-uh. And I, I, and I, I don't know if I've, like, totally closed the door on that. And, like, there's some stuff I'm trying... Like, who knows? Maybe at some point I, I will have that need or want to do it. But... You know, I don't know what the connection is, and obviously it's too late in the show to figure it all out and all that stuff, but I think this is a beginning ground for you to understand or for us to dialogue about the fact that you're angry. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Did it? Aren't you? Am I saying anything wrong? Oh, no, no, no. Just as a general sense, like you thought you're angry, or are you talking about... Continue, well, sorry. Louis, I just laughed because you said, like, I'm angry. I'm like, yeah, he is, because we... About this? About everything. Well, he, I mean, he's generally... I mean, he snapped. admitted it. Really? He just said we had a whole discussion I'm a fucking it. angry man. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. So you're angry, right? And I feel like, obviously, a piece of it clearly is... It's it's easy to be angry at the father. I don't think angry. I don't, Y'all know something? I got to interrupt you. Go ahead. I don't think angry is the word with this what, guy. I what is it? more like uh, he's frustrated. <laughs> Okay, what's the difference between frustration and anger? Uh, 
Frustration's more inwardly, like you can see someone who's frustrated. Anger is like outward, uh, mean. To right. Everybody. So, so that energy, whatever you want to call it, I agree with you. I mean, he's trying to contain it. He's trying. That's why he snapped in a dream. He had a dream snap. Whatever you say, partner. You think that's wrong? No. So whatever you say, I'm rolling with. I'm just saying. You said angry's outward, frustration's inward. So to me, that just sounds like the same thing, whether it's going in or out. Adios, amigos.